You have made it to the Psilocybin Podcast with Tales from Elocinia, a unique science-based psilocybin retreat based out of Mexico that not only focuses on brain health and well-being, but actually specializes in pain management. I am your host, Tanya, the medical director. Come along and join us. Jessica, the founder of this retreat, is my co-host as we break down the latest in psychedelic research, news, and the inner workings of this amazing experience. This episode was recorded with a very special guest after the close of a retreat. It was recorded in San Pancho in the evening so you can hear some birds, crickets, and wildlife. Scott was given 90 days to live in December from a terminal cancer diagnosis and this retreat closed in April. While there is currently no evidence to suggest that psilocybin has any curative properties related to cancer, several studies do indicate that the experience it offers can help with the existential distress related to such a serious diagnosis. It is our policy to never record anyone on a day where they have had mind-altering substances. The purpose of this episode is to share the significant humanity in the depth of this story. Scott shares how psilocybin brought him to a realization that we cannot negotiate the terms of our lives. In his unique, inspiring style, he tells us about his retreat experience and how ultimate surrender gave him the acceptance, courage, and strength to change his own perception of his life and his diagnosis. Scott, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for coming. Can you tell us a little bit about who you are and what brought you to Elocenia Retreat? Wow, I'm, I'm so honored. Uh, I'm so humbled just to even be asked to be a part of something like this. Since my adolescent years, I've always been a seeker, you know, and the confirmation of something more is out there and available. And I found that in lots of different ways. I've found fulfillment in religion helping to augment my spiritual walk that had barriers that was didn't speak to me, kept me sinking, seeking for something more. And I came across, I'm not exactly sure where I came across the website, started talking with Jessica and finding out that she had of a very A-type personality that was checking off scientific findings in regards to what I was sensing was available through psychedelic experiences. And therefore I, I signed up for the retreat. Originally I had, when I signed up, it was just more of highlighting what my thoughts, what I thought I was smelling on my path, on my own personal journey. From the time I'd signed up to today, I had been diagnosed with cancer stuff that I had addressed aggressively originally with, with treatments and chemo and radiation, uh, seven weeks specifically on a daily basis, uh, only to come out of that with a report that the mass did not re respond to the treatments and, uh, and that surgery was in order in regards to remove some of my lymph nodes and really more will be revealed with that. That puts me really here today with my continued search for what is that? Gosh, I was walking around the beach and I was just thinking 
at birth, the first thing we do is take a breath, you know, a breath of air. And that brings life to our bodies. And on the tail end of our lives, the last thing we do is, is take a breath, you know, and so something that we take so for granted day in and day out, our breath and how vital it is. What I can say is it's given me a chance to stop a well-needed interruption of distractions and calamity and reports and bills and life and media that tells me what's important. <laughs> Put a 90-day time frame on your life and then tell me what's important. And that's kind of where I'm at right now. It's not good and it's not bad. It just is. Luciana has given me opportunity to push myself away from the table of business and life. And what this world tells me is so important. And really look and seek and find what is important. And it's just right now, you know, every breath we take is, is holy. It's divinely inspired and aligned for our existence. And uh, every step we take is holy ground, is spiritual territory. It doesn't have to be found or fought for. Or it just is. And the, the sensitivity to know that every day, every moment, every breath, every word uh, is sacred. And we just take it for granted. The team here, whoever curated all of this, is incredible. Incredible touches in a way that works would not do justice in any way, shape, or form. My time here has been a significant touch that I truly believe will, will echo for decades, you know, centuries beyond because of the influence that you've had on me. And I'll be able to echo that influence upon those that I love and feel the need to, to share. It's humbling. It's the only thing that comes to mind. I feel like I've been shown love in a brand new way. In turn, I'll be able to express it in a brand new way, love in a brand new way. And the term we first is my battle cry. I would be honored and privileged to be able to lay my life down for, for you, for a purpose that I feel is a greater calling in such a needed lost world. You know, this is brand new transformation taking place. And to be here is just a blessing. What were your experiences on the mushrooms as you have come with so much on your mind, so much, you know, in your heart? The mushrooms gain access to uh, the psychedelic experience has to be experienced personally. For me, it is, it's a heightened awareness of what is. And, uh, 
can't really put my finger on it other than when I look at you, when I look at Jessica, when I look at anybody that is in my tribe this week, you know, we know it's me too. You know, we look at each other and we just go, me too. And uh, there's an acceptance and a love that that's needed everywhere in this world today. And I'll lay down for that. I won't lay down for much, but I'll lay down for this. That's so beautiful. Mm -hmm. Was there anything else specific that happened in your experiences, the multiple experiences that you had? Just what is granted actually was abrupt interruption, uh, a needed abrupt uh, interruption that I had no power of negotiating the terms. I just had to surrender. And how that's created is uh, through the treatments that are here, whether it be psilocybin or whether it be DMT, uh, it is a welcome needed interruption of a hard drive program that I've been operating on for so long that there was no other hack that was going to work. I mean, I've tried, I've tried so many different avenues. I'm going to yield to this. So you're really feeling that you can't negotiate the terms and you don't know what's going to happen next. The reality is none of us do, but you specifically are leaving retreat, going back to surgery. Yeah, literally I, I, I get home the 18th, currently live in Oklahoma. I arrived the 18th. And then I fly to Houston to MD Anderson Cancer Center, check in on the 22nd for pre-op surgery for surgery on the 25th, scheduled the 25th and the 26th. I'm released the 27th. I have no idea what's what that looks like for me at all. I feel like, uh, honestly, that there was uh, a spontaneous healing moment it just happened, and I won't be surprised if test results in the pre-op come back. Like, what the fuck? You know, what are you even doing here? There's nothing here. I honestly believe that. So you feel a renewed vitality. So it's not even just hope. Yeah. You've come to a place of surrender. Well, it's it's neuroplasticity, and it's rewiring the brain on how it is, how it responds to certain stimuli. You're remapping the brain and the way we process health challenges, mental challenges, spiritual challenges, emotional challenges. A lot of that is, in my opinion, obvious low-hanging fruit. And I don't mean to belittle any sort of challenges that people have, but me particularly, I'm dealing with a physical malady that is, it's not a symptom. It is in me, was growing in me that I'm going to bet that my train of thought about what's happening, what's in me is going to change what is happening in me. If that makes sense. Absolutely. I'm going to ask, I'm willing to be wrong, you know? Uh-huh. I'm willing to be right. And I'm going to bet that I, you know, I might be at the forefront of it, but 
this is where it's headed. You know, it's the reshaping of modern medicine is what I honestly believe is happening here. Do you wish you had the opportunity to have gotten the relationship and sort of the situation and the contained environment that you had here at retreat earlier in your life? Yes. We've got Max, 21 years old. His parents sent him here. What a gift. I mean, what a gift. What a paradigm shift. What what is that going to project into a young man's life? I mean, I'm 50 fucking nine. You know, and he's 21. I mean, how is this going to change his the trajectory of his life and his living and where he makes decisions from? Uh, phenomenal, phenomenal. You know, a fiery arrow into the world. Absolutely. A fiery arrow into the world. That's badass. Totally. Little Max. <laughs> he doesn't like it, but I call him Maximilian. <laughs> <laughs> and in turn he calls me scott a million <laughs> how does that feel <laughs> well it doesn't work max <laughs> while you were at retreat knowing that you had a diagnosis that someone had given you 90 days to live and you're willing to do anything outside of the box to find some different routes do you feel like the people around you don't get it? Do you feel isolated? Do you feel like nobody gets how short we have potentially in this life? I would never wish it on anybody. I would never put it on any of my enemies. But I tell you what, I would never give it back. I would never give this paradigm shift back. It is invaluable. What's happened to you now? Yeah, to have that sense of time possibility of time is catalyzing you see relationships you see people you see interactions as valuable or invaluable they bring life or they don't bring life you know that such as words heart they bring life or they bring death really there's very few idle words very few idle relationships it has given me the power and the strength to sever and then empower and enrich other relationships. But uh, yeah, there's been several relationships that, lack of a better term, toxic you know, to, my, uh-huh. to my desires of life uh-huh. today. Uh-huh. How, as you're going forward, you're leaving retreat, you know, here at Eleusinia, we teach cultivation, but you have a lot of things that you're going to do, you know, having surgery, having recovery before you can even begin to cultivate. And I'm moving. Yeah. And you're moving. So there's like major shifts. How are you planning to use the mushrooms? Are you going to stay on a weekly dosing schedule? Maybe start off with a macro setting that time apart. And even though here it's very pumps facing up, wide open, you know, application, resignation, everything in between sort of format. I'm, I'm going to try to put some intentionality in regards to specific needs and wants and desires and direction, which I think I can great, gain some great traction and, uh-huh. and purpose. And, and not only that, hopefully bring something back here that 
you'll be able to say, we have found in a particular case that with intention, forefront, during, and after follow through, uh, substantial, substantial results. Do you plan on telling the doctors at the cancer center that you're, you're eating psychedelic mushrooms? <laughs> uh, well, the ones that are important are on board. The ones that more westernized, I would say, more clinical sort of, I fired. <laughs> you know, I, I don't, well, I asked them if there was anything I, else I needed to know from the reports. And they said no. And I grabbed the report snatched out of his hand. I said, you're fucking fired <laughs> and you're, you're a disgrace to your industry to bring me this information without other options available is irresponsible. You know, this, this is sacred territory. This is my life. And they deliver it as if the daily news, you know, it was a, it was my, my back was against the wall and I reacted as, you know, not very eloquently. If I was going down, I was going down without a fight. Yeah. You know? Well, a lot of people, you know, being a nurse of 15 years, it's um, sometimes it takes people a lifetime to be able to stand up to their doctors because for so many years we've given them such profound authority over the rest of our lives. And you could have been an individual who just said, okay, you're right. I have 90 days to live. And, and what date did they tell you that? December 22nd. And so now it is April. Yeah. So you've already moved past that 90 days, you know, not to say they ever give an accurate guess, you know, they can't, they can't really, but I just wanted to take a moment to remind people that you are your own advocate in your own healing journey. And it's not going to look one way. We all heal in a different way. And, you know, I'm not here to say, okay, you know, taking mushrooms change your entire directory, but I know that you know, having a relationship with psychedelics is a piece of your healing wheel to get you forward, whatever your best quality of life is going to look like. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, that is so, yes, understood, you know, it really is. But the piece about my option was to have my tongue removed part of my throat with a tracheotomy a, I would be on a feeding tube full time and speaking through a voice box uh, was my option for survival. And uh, no. Yeah, that's a lot different than losing a leg, losing breasts, you know, losing your uterus. I mean, it's even a lot different than losing part of your brain, to be honest. I mean, everything that makes up who you are. Is, yeah. is those things, your voice, your yeah. truth. Yeah. Yeah. It breaks my heart to think of how many before me swallowed that pill, you know, and went through with the surgeries or the haunting tat deal that I have now is the ones after me. You said you couldn't set. Um, the terms, like you had no ability to set the terms. And so there was this huge uh, let go, you know, you had to surrender. Uh, I'm curious about 
where courage lies with surrender because they seem opposite, but in fact, for you, they're not. Right. I mean, through utter surrender, you, you gain absolute victory. Yeah, through surrender of acceptance of what is. Acceptance is the whole deal of what is. And it's neither bad or good. It just is. Was there any of your psychedelic experiences that were really challenging while you were here that hurt, that were emotionally difficult, but worth going through, you know? I personally did not experience that at all. More than anything, it gave me a thousand foot view of situations that I was able to negotiate without the personal, emotional, and spiritual turmoil in those moments. Exactly. It gives me a, it's hard to deal with it as a human, you know, but as in the psychedelic state, it gives me a thousand foot view to say that there and then return and have those decisions made without the turmoil that was existing previously just relationally or emotionally, uh, mentally having tension or trauma or something like my best self showed up and was able to make the calls for my life without being involved in all the messiness of life. Wow. You know, that's really beautiful. Yeah. So when you go back, you're planning on saying, Hey, you know, check me out first, because I really feel like I may have approved that. Give me, give me that opportunity to get Absolutely. a new scan. Absolutely. Yeah. Beyond a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. I commend you for being su such an advocate for, for yourself. Everybody has to be, otherwise you're just along for the ride, you know, and the ride is feeding the world of big pharma and that whole industry and surgery and, and the, the pharmacy that goes along with it and the infrastructures and the mega structures that uh, I think we have no idea. After I came out with the seven weeks of uh, chemo and radiation daily, I got COVID and in COVID I got uh, pneumonia and I had pneumonia for seven weeks In pneumonia. I, coughed out like two hernias so i got the hernia i got the hernias repaired i got the i got for some reason i got the invoice for the hernia surgery it was a hundred and three thousand dollars i was in there for three hours oh my god that's crazy and i looked online to see how much is a hernia repair you know and i had a double hernia so I mean, I'm looking at eight, ten thousand dollars, twelve thousand dollars, just googling the amount. But yet, my insurance is being billed one hundred three thousand well, dollars. Yeah, it's totally crazy. It's totally crazy. What is going on? And it happens every day, all day long. When I was having that surgery, they had literally us lined up back to back, you could see each other in the gurneys going into the surgery room, mm -hmm. just buildable, buildable numbers. Mm -hmm. If you have like 20 years after all this, are you going to continue to be in the space of psychedelics? Oh, yes. 
absolutely beyond a shadow of a doubt this is what's coming psilocybin is in the shoot for fda approval ketamine is another one that i have experience with that's been fantastic lsd all of these psychedelic mind-altering drugs grant us access to new levels of consciousness and new levels of the capacity to remap our train of thought and the way and even subconsciously what our brain does as it combats all the things it has to do to keep us going you know i mean our body is incredible magnificent machine absolutely you know it it takes a lot to keep this thing going mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know and it keeps going and it keeps going we've evolved into this civilization of what it is and i think what this is giving us is the opportunity to take some of that back as the incredible creatures that we are i mean yeah you can say there's malady all over the world that could be better but really we've been doing pretty good for thousands and thousands of years mm -hmm. pretty fucking good mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. uh and i just think this is a recapture of some territory that we've lost mm -hmm. into the darkness you seem like someone who really didn't necessarily need the education that the retreat provided because you seem very smart and like you'd be able to figure it all out on your own did you find it helpful anyway to be held in the container um, of the space that was provided for you to go with the five gram large doses that you did on multiple occasions uh absolutely we we weren't made to be and to figure this out alone we are meant for a relationship we thrive in relationship some people thrive more in community than others and and i'm kind of middle of the road where i need my private time but i also need community i know that i'm my best when i'm balanced in community and personal time me too so to come together and find a tribe for a week that's my tribe for a week that are real humans because you know you get to talk to everybody here yeah. and they're suffering too yeah yeah it's a me too club yeah it's a me too club yeah it's beautiful you know and not only that again the term fiery arrows out into the world you know we are your fiery arrows out into the world <laughs> fiery arrow uh-huh yeah i love that analogy uh-huh yeah what did your daughter think when you were like i'm gonna go to a psilocybin retreat because you actually kind of did two back-to-back -back retreats yeah what did she think you were crazy well i have three daughters actually and, and my oldest daughter is she is one of my heroes no she's she's an absolute advocate for uh she's on board she's not she is her daddy's daughter it's not far from the fort, fort for her, mm -hmm. you know, it's mm -hmm. not a far stretch. We're, we're all in alignment. She's probably more so forward thinking than myself mm -hmm. uh, in regards to this sort of medicine. You would like to see more of this, you know, like more retreats, Elocenia to keep going with, with, especially with the science basis and the, yeah, and the medical yeah, forefront. You know, and I, the science basis 
is necessary for those that need that. Uh -huh. uh, I personally did not need that, though it was kind of like a stamp in my passport to say, see, <laughs> it's real. Uh -huh. you know, it's not just especially when you're going back to such Western medicine, you know, at least you had some, your feet on the ground and a little bit in the science though. I can see that you don't necessarily need that because you're, you know, you've been through a lot in your life and you have your spiritual foundation because of it. Yeah. Embarrassed or proud, but you know, I mean, 14 years old was, you know, my first psychedelic experience. And from then on me and my, buddies or girlfriends or whoever at the time looking at each other going what what was that i mean it was so real is it just drug induced or no you know yes it is drug induced but it is real it's very real and unfortunately we took a detour for a couple decades because the laws came in interrupted the the original use for lsd and and i think we're getting a return back to it but now we have greedy big pharma that doesn't you know they have their foot on the neck of this that that's that's the last thing they want is people healing themselves what i honestly believe is, is available here absolutely you know on so many levels on the psychological, on the physical, literal, physical, medical rehabilitation, the ramifications of this sort of find these sort of findings is uh, staggering and threatening to big pharma. I mean, it's the last thing they want. They want you on something forever, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, the humanity in a situation like this where we can focus on empowering each other and teaching each other, really. Absolutely. Because especially when you see people with um, depression that they've, you know, been on SSRIs since they were 12 years old or people mm -hmm. that have had debilitating chronic pain and, you know, haven't been able to live a normal life outside of bed since they were 15 years old. Uh, and then to get to see sm small changes and you coming with potentially terminal cancer which hopefully we're going to go back and see, see some movement we will. and we're going to follow up. And yeah, I'm just so grateful that I got to meet you and we got to hear your story. Oh, stop it. <laughs> you know what? It's just, it's exactly how it was supposed to be. Yeah. And I am so humbled by the team here. Uh, I mean, so humbled and it's, it's a beautiful touch you know, with integrity in class and loosely, you know, uh, as close as you want it and as distant as you want it. It's just well managed and curated and uh, it's a significant touch. Were you scared with all that was on your head coming in? Were you scared about what a psychedelic experience would be when you had so many burdens on your heart and in your mind? No, no, I, I really was. I was scared. You know, I'm terminally unique. You know, <laughs> they're never going to understand. Nobody's got my story. Nobody, you know, 
I am, I am tr- exactly that terminally unique. Yeah, as long I think as we're going to have to name this show, this podcast, terminally unique. <laughs> That's pretty badass. Yeah, and that terminal uniqueness will make me turn. <laughs> <laughs> and the more that we turn ourselves inside out and spill it on the table, we're so similar. Wow. You know, we That's are beautiful. so similar. It's frighteningly wow. familiar. Is there anything um, else that we didn't get to say that? Man, I, all I could say is uh, beyond a shadow of a doubt that love conquers all, you know, and that looks so different in so many different arenas, but, you know, I'm redefining love every step that I make. It's evolving, changing growing it's it, it it will revolutionize this world and that looks a lot like putting you first that looks a lot like living a life service and uh that means for me right now no i don't have any i don't have any platforms currently will uh, you stay in touch with us <laughs> <laughs> Good. Yeah. Okay. Good. Stop texting me. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Busted. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's me texting her. <laughs> well, thank you so much. And um, yeah, it was an honor to meet you. And I, I have, and our whole team just has um, really, really want to hear how you're doing and how it goes and how you continue to stand up for yourself and be an advocate for your own right for, for your terminal unique power. <laughs> this is my favorite nurse in the whole world. Just want to let you know. <laughs> she says she's a nurse. She's just that she's so much more, so much more. She's a heart and presence and a smile that captivates room uh, a spirit and a heart that is undeniably of service and uh because of that honored to be in your presence yeah you're you're a very sweet sweet person thank you all so much for listening please i'd like to ask you as our podcast is new and launching it would mean the world to us if you could rate this podcast give us five stars and leave a comment if you have any questions about this retreat remember that this podcast is sponsored by elocinia silo retreat and you can find more information at elocinia or follow us on instagram at elocinia guide <laughs>